Hi, I'm Stephanie Wainwright. I'm a wife, a mom, a business owner, and my life is chaotic all the time. So I created this podcast to help you find the funny, the good, while navigating through the chaos. This is Chaotic Compass Podcast. Getting on here, getting going tonight. Stephanie here, Chaotic Compass Podcast. I was trying to get my ring light going and um, I hit the wrong button and I was like having a seizure for a hot minute there with all the different color options. And I was like, I just, I want to turn it back on and like restart it. And then it would restart in the weird color. It was a whole hot mess. And so here I am. If you were looking for awesome professional things, uh, this is not the place. Um, I just come on here and I sip and I bitch and I'm doing my best and hopefully I resonate with you with whatever subject matter I discuss. So, hi guys, how's it going? Um, today, I am talking about how I am the bus's bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. So the bus saga keeps continuing and I'm having a hard time with that. Um, it is con- it is consistently inconsistent. Um, the app that the county has provided to be able to stock the bus doesn't work. Sometimes, you know, there was a time that it, the bus was up in Richmond, which is an hour away. It was out in Lynchburg, which is two hours away, more than two hours. This uh, this afternoon is said that uh, the kids' bus was in uh, northern Williamsburg, which is about 30 minutes away which some of that is technically still our county. So it's like, okay, but still I'm like trying to track the bus. And then literally the bus pulls up as I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Consistently inconsistent. And it makes me want to drink a lot. Uh, it is just so annoying. My thing is like, you have all of this awesome technology, right? That the, the county has on these buses. Like they have some kind of tracking device to be able to, and something happened after Christmas break and either some people quit or there's been a glitch or (laughs) it is, it's either a half an hour late picking the kids up and then I have to go and drop them off because it's like, I don't know where it's at and I don't know when it's going to be here. So, and, uh, or it's, you know, it's a half an hour late dropping them off and, Oh my gosh, that's a whole ordeal because, you know, on Mondays and Tuesdays, you know, uh, our youngest daughter, Isla, goes with her mom, you know, and so it's like she's waiting around for the bus and like, and she's looking at me for answers like, you got the same app that I got, bestie? I don't know. I have no idea where your kid's at. I have no idea where anybody's at. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, my son gets picked up by his grandmother and so she's looking at me like, where's the bus? I'm like, good luck. I don't know. I don't know why I'm the liaison. I don't know why I'm the liaison for the bus, right? Like I'm supposed to be the keeper of the secrets of the bus. I'm not. I have no idea. I have no idea. I've only got as much information as this tiny little app has got. And this tiny little app is sucking. So um, there was one day where I had planned it out perfectly. It was a Tuesday and we weren't supposed to have any of the kids that evening. But I just needed to make sure that you know, everybody got to their, their correct location, right? One kid was staying after for theater, so we didn't have to worry about him. 
Um, so I just had to worry about the two littles and this, the two littles, it's, it's their bus. It's the elementary school's bus. And I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it stresses me out. I twitch. And that particular day we were moving our big boat up to get it hauled out for Coast Guard inspections. And so there was literally no way if anything were to go wrong, there was nothing I could do. And so I was like, okay, so if the bus is going to be late, it'll be fine. Cause uh, the youngest daughter's mom doesn't get here until about 4.15. And when the bus is on time, it's here at 4. So if it's late, it'll be here at 4.30. So it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's always been late. So it's not a big deal. And we always get a call and a text message and an email, the over communication um, about it going to, it's going to be late. That particular day, there was no communication. I was like, oh my God, really? And so I had texted my mom. I was like, hey, can you just get Isla, our daughter, off the bus and just sit with her until her mom can be there. So it'd be like 15 minutes. It won't even be that long. And she always hops on electronics anyway. So it's not really not doing it. Just make sure she doesn't burn the house down. And so I was like, she's like, okay, yep. Um, I'm leaving, you know, your niece and nephew now and I should be there in time. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Well, apparently the bus was late that day. And so I'm getting a text from my mom. I'm getting a text from Liam's grandmother who's sitting out in front of our house waiting for. And so I was like, oh my, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be late. Hey, the bus is going to be late. So why am I the liaison? Why am I the liaison for the bus? Why, Why am I supposed to be the keeper of the secrets of the bus? Right? And... I'm just really the bus's bitch. Like I've got to bow down to the bus. I my schedule revolves around the bus or lack thereof. Stephanie drinks a lot. And this is just one of the things that I've got going on. There's like so it's like I just I had I paid tax dollars for this. You know, like I signed up for this almost a year ago for this this school year. Like why is this such a a problem? I don't understand, you know, and like the, some days when the bus is late, they're doubling up routes with the one bus, you know? And so, and our bus is like, they'll go all the way down to the end of like our area and drop off those kids first and then drop off our kids. So it's like, you got to pass by all of our houses and then, so it makes no, no sense at all. So I'm trying to like figure out how to circumvent this, right? Like to how to fix it. And the only fix is for me to do what I swore up and down I wasn't going to fucking do, sit in a parent pickup line. I can't. I won't. I just, I it, it, it drives me insane the amount of time that I could sit in a parent pickup line last year. And guess what? Guess what I've been doing? <laughs> parent pickup line. Dropping off and picking up. So yay for me. And there's random sporadic days where the bus won't like they won't call or text or email you. And then it'll still be late. And so it's like, I didn't get the call. So I didn't know. And then you know, the kids are like completely upset because they've been on the bus for you know, a good half hour. And so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So we do parent pickup now. Parent pickup and parent drop off. Um, the first few times we did parent drop off, um, Liam's a pro. He's been doing this for years. Um, last year was my first year with him, but you know, years prior he was doing it with his grandmother. 
he's a pro. Like we pull up to in front of the school. We have to wait for all the cars to stop. Somebody will blow the whistle. But before you're blowing the whistle, he's rolling the window down. He's unbuckling the seatbelt. He's putting his backpack on. So when the whistle blows, he's jumping out. He's not wasting any time like Timmy up there, you know, taking way too long. Homie is not prepared. You're holding up the line. We got to get going. What the fuck? And so Isla's first time, she's in third grade, Liam's in fourth grade. Isla's first time with the parent drop-off line in the morning. So I roll down her window. I'm like, hey, you got to wait for the whistle. Um, Just you got to go ahead and get your backpack on and don't forget your lunchbox. Get your get your jacket. And homies just either talking about random stuff or not paying attention at all. And then I'm like, hey, Isla, you need to go ahead and get your jacket on, get your backpack on and grab your lunchbox. So when they blow, you just go ahead and get out of the car. (sighs) Y'all, they blow the whistle and she's like, what, what is that for? I'm like, you need to, you got to get out of the car. Like now we're not going to be like Timmy. I'm not that mom. You need to hustle. Let's go. Let's go. Need, get your knees up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> like, and I'm like, don't forget your jacket. And she leaves her jacket. And I'm like, don't forget your lunchbox. And then she's like out of the car and she forgot. A l- I'm like, we're that family now. I'm that mom now. I'm literally the mom that's completely unorganized. I had a good with Liam. Had a good. We were organized. And now I'm that mom. <sighs> like, knees to chest. Let's go. Poor Timmy. I have sympathy for his mom now. Is it Timmy or is it Timmy's mom? You know, it's like, who's disorganized? Or are they both? Or are they both, you know, disorganized? I don't know. All I gotta say is now I'm the bus's little bitch and I have to work my schedule around the bus and now I'm a, you know, on a good day, maybe 8.45 to 3.45. But on a bad day, I'm 9 to 2.30, 9 to 2.15. Because on those days, I got to go all the way to pick up Kylie. I go all the way up to her high school and pick her up because she's a walker because her dad lives in the neighborhood right next door. And so she doesn't get a bus down to us. Because she's zoned differently than the other three. So I swear, I I have tried to figure out how to make it with the little hours. Um, but when I was working, you know, I, I I'm trying to cram it, cram too much in in a little amount of time, and I'm I'm kind of not doing the best here. So the other thing is that the reason why I used to be my husband would take one or the other like morning shift or afternoon shift. I know it's shift with kids. It's fine. But because the boat is the big boat is hauled out now, he's doing the work on that and he has to drive like an hour and 15 minutes to get there. And so I do morning and afternoon shift. And it's been really wearing me down, really wearing me down as far as I'm doing a lot, but I feel like I'm not doing a lot. I was like, dude, I don't see like it's I feel like our relationship is super uneven, right? You know, I feel like it's not like I'm putting all in for the kids and then I'm still expected to be able to get all the things done that I was getting done before. I don't see how it's that pendulum is going to swing back the other way. I don't see how it's gonna he's going to do morning and afternoon shift, you know, and I was like, I, you know, because you are, you built out hourly, I'm salary. 
So you, your money that's coming into your business bank account is hourly. So it doesn't make sense for you to cut your hours to help me out, I guess, so I can do all the things and slay. And he, um, he's like, look, just keep a tally. And so we've got a tally on the board. And he's like, these are the days that I'll owe you back. And he's like, I'm going to, I'll do the morning and afternoon shift. And then that way you can get going and you do you and just work until, you know, you don't, you're good. I was like, okay, well, I'm keeping a tally. And the other day he was like, Hey, I'm, uh, I'm not going up to the boat. I'm going to actually, I'm going to take a look at these couple of jobs that I've got coming up. And so I should, I'm going to be able to, um, get the kids on the bus and get the kids off the bus. I was like, Whoa, wow, cool. So I was ready. Like I had prepared, I had gotten all of my stuff ready. And as soon as it was like, cause I drop off the oldest and then it was like seven 30 and I was hitting the books. I was rocking and rolling. And then, um, the, you know, hear the elementary school bus, but I don't hear Ryan. And I'm like, where the heck is he? So I kind of creep downstairs and, and he's nowhere to be found. Luckily, this was a, I think it was a Tuesday. So we didn't have any kids that were actually staying there, but you still have to make sure that they get to where they need to go. Right. And I come downstairs and he's nowhere to be found. I'm like, wow, what the, and he's, he's out in the garage working on the thing that he'd been working on all afternoon and didn't do all of what he needed to do. Like for me, it's like I clock out. I'm, I'm, you know, 345, I'm done. I'm waiting on the bus. And so I've got to figure out if the bus is going to be on time or if it's not, the app's working, if it's not. So sometimes I'll bring some stuff down there. That's usually when I'll do like market research or I'll do some like online on my phone, like looking, um, and then just take my notebook down there. So I'm technically still working, but I can stop it whenever the kids get there. Homie was just plowing through. And I was like, what the, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, that's really cool that you're getting things done, but that's not what we agreed to. You're supposed to clock out, drop that and go and do, you're supposed to be the bus bitch, right? That's supposed to be you this afternoon. And it was like, God, you know, I shouldn't have to explain these things to you. I shouldn't like, this is what you agreed to. You said I was going to do this. Like, God dang it. That was another like discussion that we had gotten into, you know, argument of, and I don't know, do you guys do this with your significant others? Like, it's like one thing, like you'll bring up an issue and then they're like, well, when, since we're, you know, hashing out things, here's an issue that I have. Oh my God. That, that, that sets me off. I'm like, what? Why? Why? We were having, um, this morning, my husband snores. So this morning I was up at 3.30 trying to get him to wake up enough to roll over. And eventually I had to say like, like not scream, scream, but like say his name louder than normal. And, uh, he freaked out. And then from there on, he was kind of tossing back and forth. And he's like, oh, so you're awake too? And I'm like, yeah, because your face. <laughs> we got into the discussion of the equality. You know, it's the equality in our relationship. And the, the energy in our relationship 
is not where it should be for me. And uh, it's literally something that we have a contract. I know it's not like actually like, you know, signed and notarized or anything like that. But it's something that we had all we had written down. It was like things that we want out of this relationship because we've been through it. You know, we're, we're adults and we have kids and we're, we're trying to look out for everybody's best interest. So and in the contract, you know, I made sure because it's like in the beginning, it's great, right? Because you're all lovey-dovey, you're, you know, it's a new thing and you're, you know, figuring out each other. And, but once you get into the rut, I know for a fact that it will, it will die off and you have to work to make it a thing. I put in there that if either one, you know, has a problem with that, with a problem with the equality um, or it feels uneven, then they have the right to say something um, without feeling any negativity from the other person. And so that's what we were talking about at like four o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then about the time that we kind of like chill out, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like a little bit snoozing, but not really. And then the alarm goes off and we both were, were twitching and it's fine. So I'm running off of like five hours of sleep. So I work five hours a day and then I sleep five hours at night. And so, and the other times in the day, I'm everybody's bitch. I'm the boss's bitch. I'm the kid's bitch. I'm a snack bitch. Like I am that person. I'm that person. Everybody in this house needs something from me at one time or another. And I'm just that chick that's in the corner, just drinking way too much because this is just... I'm, I'm over, I'm over the day at like three. We're doing our best. We're doing our best here. I've got everybody pretty much is in some kind of thing now. It's kind of gotten chaotic. Um, the older two, they are in musicals, two different musicals at two different schools. So that's fun. So they pretty much have rehearsal almost every day. It's getting to the point where it's every day. And then my son, who's a third he is in some gym. It's called Pounds. I don't know. It's basically they go and do fun things in the gym. He's athletic and well, he he likes to run and play soccer and stuff. And so he's he's doing that. And then um, the youngest one, she just got started in a STEM program um, where basically they're they're building things for an hour after school and today was the first day actually the bus pulled up and she didn't get off and I was like oh my god where the where the fuck is she like for 2.5 seconds I totally forgot about it like where she was at but then I was like oh yeah and I literally have it like on the calendar it's like color coded for each kid you know each kid has their color and like I I don't even know I don't even know how i forgot about that today but it is what it is so it's like I didn't have to be the bus bitch today but I was still waiting there for a child to get off the bus I never did so anyways that is it's fun it's a fun fun story do you ever feel like that do you ever feel like you are to you're just that that person or that that thing that like a catch-all like we used to call this at our um pretty much each of our houses that we've been in, we don't have it here, thankfully, because I've kind of organized it, or at least I've tried to organize it to where there's no actual catch-all. A catch-all in a house is where 
the keys go, the random mail, the junk mail goes, the the papers from school go. Random like for my husband, it's like random screws and and, and nuts, bolts, just random. They'll just they'll lay there on the counter forever. But it's a catch all. Do you ever feel like you are that catch all for your family? And and your family does you don't have to have kids to be a catch all. Like do you ever feel like you're the catch all for for your people, whether that be your significant other, your spouse, your even your friends. I mean, do you feel like that? Because I, I hope that I'm not alone with this because <laughs> I am, I am exhausted from the amount of the amount of things that the kids are in and the amount of energy I have to keep putting back in for getting the kids safely to and from school um, constantly worrying if they're stuck in a bus and they're driving to Richmond and the bus just forgot or something. I don't know, <laughs> like some weird anxiety now that I have surrounding the buses. Is that a thing? Do you feel like a catch-all? Like you have to be the person for everybody. Like you, you're just a doer. And it's usually my husband, right? He's, I'm usually the planner, the orchestrator, and he's, and I'll usually just be like, okay, so this is what needs to get done. And he's usually the, the, the doer person. And so he is doing, he's, I'm not, I don't want you guys to think, I know I bitch about my husband a lot, but I don't want you guys to think that he's that guy that isn't doing anything for the kids, right? Because he's still, he comes home and he's the cooker. I don't cook. I will clean the hell out of the kitchen, but I'm not the cooker. I feel like I am doing so much more than I used to, right? Like, because he's happening to be at a certain place at a certain time for a certain amount of hours to get these things done. Because if he's not, then otherwise I got to pay somebody else to do it. It's got to get done. And so there's not really a budget for extra labor on this. And so trying to figure out how to circumnavigate feeling this way. Because it's inevitable. I can't not do that. I can't not take the kids to school because some days the bus doesn't show up or the bus will freaking turn around at the street over on, you know, the corner, like around the corner. It's like, you totally missed our street. And it's not just my kids that live on our street. We've got three kids that live down this, that's five kids for our bus stop. Like, anyway, so, and so it's like, I can't just not, you know, I can't just not go and pick up kids from rehearsals or from, they're whatever they're doing or drop kids off for, you know, I can't, I can't just not. And it's like, I don't know what else to do. And so with that being said, I drink a lot. I do. I do. I do. It's really not the best way to handle things, but I don't know what else to do because it's like, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. And I'm just like, I'm just doing, I'm just every day I get up and I just go and I do the things and I just try my best. And then there's more things on my to-do list than I'm actually getting done. And I just wake up the next day and try again. And I just keep trying again. And eventually, eventually, hopefully, I will get there. So I drink a lot to not feel as guilty, I guess, uh, you know, about not getting all the things done. I don't know. Here. Oh, oh I didn't do the pop. Okay. Well, today I found these new Bold Rocks. So Bold Rock is one of those kind of staples in our house. I do love Sly Clyde a lot better. That cider is a lot better. But 
Bold Rock has a new Imperial Cider, Smooth Bold Imperial Cider Blend. I don't know what the difference is in a regular Bold Rock and this one. It doesn't have a cute little saying on it. Um, but it is 8.2% and normally they're like, like four and a half, some, somewhere in the fours. So, um, so anyways, yeah, take a look. It's, it's, you know, pretty much the same. It's bottle. It's little pink, not the actual cider, but the, the label. So cheers guys. It's not horrible. It's a little heartier. I mean, so it's, it's got a little bit of a twang at the end, different than a regular bowl rock, but it doesn't really taste much different than a regular bull rock. And that's, I mean, being almost twice as potent, that's kind of dangerous. And it wasn't that much of a difference in price. I think it was only a couple bucks more. I don't know. Not bad. Not bad. So I drink because I'm the bus bitch and I'm having a hard time with that. And I'm trying to figure out how to get all the things done in the day and still have my sanity. And, and the season hasn't even started yet. So we'll see. Check back in. You know, it, it could be a complete freaking disaster. Um, I'll be re recording a podcast from a padded cell. Like if I could sign up for that, like go ahead and just book me one now and it'll be waiting. That'd be great. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and um, have a great night. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate all of your love and support. If you really love today's episode, you should subscribe. And if you subscribe, then you get notifications of when my next episode launches. So another way to be super awesome would be to leave a rating and review or recommend it to your friends and family. If you're wicked awesome, you've already done all three. Another way to keep up with me and my crazy family is check out my website at chaoticcompass.com and I do blog and other stuff there. So I appreciate everything for you guys. I do this for you. So keep it up because the more you subscribe, the more I do.